Hi guys, um, thanks for joining us on our ESG podcast today. Um, I have with me Paul Godoyne and Jim Allenby from Parvate. Now they are going to walk you through the why of ESG. So if you're listening to this, you're either a first timer to ESG and want to find out some more about it, in which case we have further podcasts or you may be looping back uh, from a podcast we've made uh, previously. So either way, we will have a link to the show notes at the bottom with our slide deck. If you're watching a video, then of course you won't need to do that. Feel free to feedback, and if you've got any further questions, feed them back through to us. Um, and uh, here we go. So this is a short one, just an introduction, and I'm going to hand over to Jim Allenby, who will start us on this journey. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, John. Um, I think the, the main point of this podcast and, and video, if you're watching today, is to really sort of go into the why of ESG. Um, I think a lot of us have seen it in the media, seen it in various documents, um, and we're sort of trying to understand what it is and why we do it. So as John mentioned, today's a bit of a shorter um, presentation and, and hopefully a, a light introduction into the ESG world. Just to give a bit of background on Parvate's story, um, is seven years ago, 2015, we started this concept um, and the initial purpose was around community engagement and linking certainly mining companies with the communities they operated within um, and trying to make sure that those relationships were really strong both ways. Um, so the mining company would, would ingrain themselves in the community and certainly the community would then therefore um, be involved in the, in the mining company's operations and also just understanding what, what everyone was up to. So um, seven years ago we started that um, and had some great success, formed some really good relationships um, and probably I'd say three years ago, so in the year 2000, um, we set up Parvate as an ESG um, entity to cover more than just community engagement. Obviously, we looked at the E, environmental, S, social, and G, governance, um, and certainly looked to develop, um, and we're continuing to develop to this day. Um, ESG is growing massively. Day by day, we're seeing new um, legislations, new reasons for doing it, and, and certainly a stronger push towards ESG as a, as a real um, strong sort of reason for doing business, but also um, a number of other reasons that we're going to touch on today. So the what is ESG, um, as mentioned, environmental, social and governance, the three pillars. Um, in further podcasts and previous podcasts, we certainly go into a lot more detail on each of those pillars and, and what they actually mean um, with a bit more specifics. Um, it could be considered like our own journey. It could be considered an evolution of corporate social responsibility into financial and non-financial disclosures. Um, so it's it's in the past, it was seen as a nice to have. Now it's being considered much more of a a need to do um, and certainly ESG is a way of sort of getting all of these metrics and behaviours all in one place and certainly putting some numbers alongside it. Um, we certainly see it as, an, as a measurement for um, or it's being measured for the approach, um, the impact and the performance. So rather than it be a compliance only based industry, we look, we're looking at the approach um, of a company, the intent and certainly the performance alongside these metrics as well. Um, so. We have seen a big evolution over these last seven years um, and we're seeing more evolution day by day in, in this space. Um, a lot of people ask, does it matter? Um, yes is a short answer, otherwise we wouldn't be around. But certainly the really obvious way of looking at ESG and whether it matters is a lot of funds, a lot of capital, a lot of finance is linked to ESG metrics. Um, it may not be the only reason for doing ESG. It may not be the best reason for doing ESG, but it's certainly um, it's certainly there for all to see. 
um, pension funds, superannuation banks, loans are, are all being linked to ESG and sustainable, um, I guess, metrics and, and performance. So, you know, not just that, society, stakeholders, um, regulators are, are saying ESG is something that needs to be done and it needs to be done with some intent. Um, we've seen in the past some, some accusations of greenwashing um, and the like where companies will make statements without anything to back them up. So we're certainly seeing this as a way of mitigating the risk and, and trying to make sure there's some data to back up statements that are being made by organisations. So a few good reasons for doing ESG and, and a bit of the what and why of ESG in a really sort of short, um, hopefully succinct way of, of getting that across. Um, now, next slide that you'll see if you're watching, and please feel free to go back and, and look at this because I think it's a really important slide to give, give a bit of context and a bit of um, scale on the size of ESG and the, certainly the market out there for those of us looking at it from a financial, financial point of view. Um, so what we're seeing is by the year 2025, it's estimated that there'll be a US $53 trillion um, linked to ESG investments. Now that's gone up considerably in, in the time we've been researching it. Um, and we'd expect that's going to continue to go up as almost every industry, regulator, fund and bank are now having to use ESG to screen investments and certainly screen um, loans and the like. So um, clearly the most topical thing that we're seeing at the moment is, is greenhouse gas emissions, the race to net zero, uh, scope one, two and three, which which we go into in other podcasts. But certainly... Um, this, this is something that's being linked to finance, being linked to capital, and your performance is being measured in a way that is, um, that is almost unavoidable. So as I say, the $53 trillion is, is, a, is a good carrot at the end um, of a company or an organization that does this well. Um, we're certainly seeing in the USA and Europe, um, or the Northern Hemisphere in general, um, this is being done um, and has been done for a bit longer than Australia. Uh, Australia is certainly catching up, and these metrics are getting more and more defined so that there's less ambiguity in, in what, which metrics to follow and more a, a sort of streamlined process in how we certainly achieve these, um, these capabilities to access capital, but also to continue to do business. Um, and I think the last box there, hopefully everyone has a chance to look at it, um, because this is a very telling factor for those who sort of see as a big company's problem, 94% of global investors consider ESG in their investment portfolio. 91% um, in Australia currently, which you know is a very, very high number, and it's a telling statistic that people are considering this to be a, an important part of their, their lives and certainly important part of their investment decision. Um, so we're seeing that the financial aspect of ESG is there for all to see. The stats are backed up with, um, with real data. Um, and I guess for now, you know, we certainly consider that to be a big part of ESG, but we also see a number of other advantages of, of engaging in this process. So I'm just going to hand over to Paul to, to run through that. Yeah, thanks, Jim. Uh, you know, ESG performance within an organisation, if it's improving, it's a competitive advantage for that organisation. Customers, uh, clients, investors are, are constantly asking now more and more, what are you doing about your ESG? Um, and so it, it gives organisations a competitive advantage. And, and an example of that is, uh, you know, there's a choice now for stakeholders and staff. You know, are you going to go with the company that's improving their ESG performance uh, or, or not? Um, and it allows uh, their workforce as well to pick up people who are interested in those areas. So it, it retains and attracts the most desired staff. Uh, in essence, improved ESG performance uh, allows uh, a better business, uh, communication improvement, and ultimately uh, organisational performance. 
Yes, I mean, there's a a brief rundown of some of the reasons we feel ESG is important and a a very short um, introduction to what ESG is. Um, Our ESG literacy module goes into a lot more detail in our ESG literacy podcast. Um, So please feel free to to have a look at that and and any feedback's very welcome. Thanks, guys, and um, thanks for coming in today and joining us with ESG. Uh, Join us for more online. Don't forget to follow us and uh, like our podcast. Thank you. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. The content of this podcast is intended to be general in nature and is not personal financial product advice. It does not address the circumstances of any individual or entity. You should not construe any of this information or other part of the material as legal, tax, investment, financial or other professional advice. Parvate is not a financial advisor. You should consider seeking independent legal, financial, taxation or other advice to check how any information relates to your unique circumstances. Nothing contained in the podcast constitutes a solicitation, recommendation, endorsement or offer by Parvate or any third-party service provider to buy or sell any securities or other financial instruments. In this or any other jurisdiction in which solicitation or offer would be unlawful under the securities laws of such jurisdiction.